Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Welcome into the week in review, and what a week it has been. Man, oh man, a roller coaster ride. Ups, downs, all kinds of breaking news. As Jesse Waters put it, some good news finally for uh, for the loyal opposition to the Democrats, because maybe the, the double-tiered justice system is falling apart when it comes to the Biden crime family. But who knows what's going to happen with Trump. The classified documents trial is set for May of 2024, right in the thick of the presidential campaign, and we talked about it a lot. Uh, Trump continues to dominate the Republican primary field, and in a head-to-head matchup against Biden, would beat him. Pretty easily, according to the brand new Harvard Harris poll that came out Friday. A lot of things happened on Friday. How about the judge issuing a ruling that Trump's trial um, on uh, what, what charges are these? Is this when he ripped the mattress tags off? Are these unpaid parking tickets? I can't remember. There's some char. Oh, is this the January 6th? He led an insurrection. When he told people to go peacefully protest, I think it might be on that charge. May of 2024. How's that going to work? When we're in the thick of the presidential campaign and he's got to defend himself in this goofy trial. Trump's attorneys were asking the judge, at least please hold off until after the election. This is all about election interference. We all know it. You know it. I know it. They know it. But that's the gig, right? That's the game. Listen to one of the the more radical voices over at MSNBC, Ali Velshi, and what he said about every new indictment that is coming Trump's way. Polling over the last several months indicates that with each new indictment, Trump's popularity grows among his extremist Republican base. Considering all these factors, prosecuting this particular former president becomes an entirely different ballgame. However, it is a ballgame that it is entirely necessary to play. Excusing the behavior of a defiant and habitual lawbreaker with fascist fascist ambitions would raise serious questions about the integrity of our democratic system, and it could undermine the very bedrock of our democratic principles. Trump's popularity rises among his extremist Republican base. Must be a lot of extremists in America with these numbers. I get Of course, we're all extremists, right? We're deplorables. And we're extremists. That's all they got to try to marginalize millions and millions of Americans, arguably most Americans. In MSNBC world, most America is extremist. That's why they're swimming upstream. Back to this judge for a moment. Uh, Mark Levin on Fox News over the weekend, the great one, had an impassioned reaction, very passionate reaction, to the judge determining that this trial has to take place months before the election. The whole purpose of what's going on here is to interfere with the election, to protect Biden from scrutiny, criminal investigation, to protect him, to get him reelected. 
That's what the Democrat Party wants. That's why they trashed Robert Kennedy Jr. That's what they want. And at the same time, on a second path, to destroy who they believe would be the nominee, or at least potentially, Donald Trump. They have the DA in Manhattan working on it, the DA in Atlanta working on it, the Attorney General in New York working on it. They had the two grand juries in Washington, D.C. They're looking at January 6th. Pile it on, pile it on, pile it on. All we need is one. And hundreds of charges. All we need is one. One to stick in front of some Democrat jury. And Judge Cannon, in Florida, you let the country down. This trial should have been moved till after the election. You just gave your imprimatur and the imprimatur of the federal judiciary to the interference in this election. He's right. He's completely right. Can anyone challenge what he just said? It's all about going around the American people. The question will, will, will linger. The question is, will the enough of the American people recognize it? House Speaker Kevin McCarthy uh, talked about a possible impeachment inquiry into Joe Biden. It's about time that Republicans uh, start scrutinizing the Biden family behavior. And we talked a little bit about whether it's a good idea to go down that path. Republicans are finally starting to talk about impeachment over the Biden family business. You think uh, you think Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer would be impeaching Donald Trump if Donald Trump Jr. was Hunter Biden? <laughs> I mean, think let that let really. I don't even know why I'd ask that question. That's as obvious as the reason that Biden is now taking the short steps up and down Air Force One. Have you seen all of the modifications they're now making to accommodate Biden's condition? He's, he is so old, frankly, and so infirm, they're having to change everything around him to accommodate his deteriorating condition. Now, the reason this is important and the reason his physical deterioration, his aging, is crucial is because that combined with the alleged corruption should be enough to disqualify him from 2024. And I think it will. I think it's absolutely going to disqualify him. Here was Kevin McCarthy last night, the the Speaker of the House, laying out the, the case for impeaching Joe Biden. He was a guest with Sean Hannity on Fox News Channel. When President Biden was running for office, he told the American public that he's never talked about business. He said his family has never received a dollar from China, which we now prove is not true. We now have some of the most credible whistleblowers. These 10-year IRS agents who have come forward said that the Biden family has been treated differently, that what Weiss has told us is different than what Garland and Weiss has told the public. And you're sitting here today where now you have found millions of foreign money, just what the 1023 alleges they did to Biden's family. Now we found that it has funneled through shell companies. If you're sitting in our position today, we would know none of this if Republicans had not taken the majority. We've only followed where the information has taken us. Devin Archer, who is one of Hunter Biden's closest partners, according to all the reporting coming out, is expected to testify that Hunter Biden frequently put his father on the phone with foreign business associates. Now, if that's the case, 
That makes a liar out of Joe Biden. Did you hear what Corinne Jean-Pierre said yesterday about it? She was asked about it. She uses a very, this is, well, I'll tell you what, if this isn't revealing, I don't know what is. Uh, Chairman James Comer today says that the Oversight Committee, excuse me, has evidence that the president in the past communicated directly with foreign business associates of his son Hunter Biden many times. Curious if the White House and the president still stand behind his comment that he's never been involved and has never even uh, spoken to his son about his business. So I've been, I've been asked this question a million times. The answer is not going to change. The answer remains the same. The president ha- was never in business with his son. I just don't have anything else to add. Wow. It, isn't that a reveal? I think they call that a tell in poker, right? He wasn't in business with his son. That didn't mean that doesn't mean he didn't do business with his son. That doesn't mean he was unaware of his sleazy business transactions. That doesn't mean he didn't make money from China or Ukraine. Meanwhile, the media is trying to distract us from the crimes of the Biden family with things like Florida's school curriculum and what it says about slavery. The Democrats are engaging in a despicable smear campaign against Florida Republicans, claiming that Florida is teaching that enslaved people somehow benefited from slavery. They're trying to line up all these charges, criminal charges against Trump, while hoping you won't notice what the Biden family has done. Listen to Newt Gingrich over the weekend on Fox News Channel talking about what we've learned about not Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. Cover of the New York Post today. Hunter was putting Joe Biden on the phone with his business associates all the time. Nobody believes Biden's lie that he's completely oblivious to his corrupt son's business dealings. Nobody believes that. I mean, I'm surprised he doesn't break out laughing when he says that. Listen to what uh, former Speaker Gingrich said about the Biden family. Look, I mean, every week we get more information. Every week the information corroborates what we've already suspected. Uh, What what this says to me is that uh, it's very possible that there was a direct payment to the then Vice President of the United States. It's certainly even more likely that there were payments that were funneled through Hunter to Joe Biden. Uh, And the evidence just keeps mounting up every single week. At some point, the dam is going to break, and even the New York Times and the Washington Post are going to recognize that we have a huge problem on our hands. We may have a criminal family sitting in the White House that took money from foreigners in Kazakhstan, Ukraine, uh, Romania, Russia, and China. Now, that's a pretty sobering comment uh, that has huge national security implications and also just basic honesty implications. Ah, but what about Trump and the documents? Oh, what about the insurrection? January 6th, we got him now. The walls are closing in. It's all about the distraction. They're doing their best to distract as many people as humanly possible. And they're all in on it. Look at look at Vice President Kamala Harris. Listen to this smear, this reprehensible lie about the education curriculum in the state of Florida. She's on a mission right now. She's on the rampage. She will not stand 
for parents having a say in their child's education here in the state of Florida, and she will not stand for what Florida is doing over the issue of slavery. Just yesterday in the state of Florida, they decided middle school students will be taught that enslaved people benefited from slavery. They insult us in an attempt to gaslight us, and we will not stand for it. Now, that's epic gaslighting right there. Her use of the term gaslighting because she's lying. She, you think Florida is teaching kids slavery was good in any way, shape, or form? When you lose CNN, you realize you're losing bigly. Here was CNN senior political commentator, not junior, senior political commentator Scott Jennings responding to Kamala Harris's brutal lie. Well, it's amazing to me that how little Kamala Harris apparently has to do, that she can read something on Twitter one day and be on an airplane the next to make uh, something literally out of nothing. This is a completely made-up deal. I looked at the standards. I even looked at an analysis of the standards in every instance where the word slavery or slave was used. I even read the statement of the African-American scholars that wrote the standards, not Ron DeSantis, but the scholars. Everybody involved in this says this is completely a fabricated Issue And yet, look how quickly Kamala Harris jumped on it. So the fact that this is her best moment, a fabricated matter, is pretty ridiculous. He's right. And that's CNN. For, and, and, and that's saying something. It's MyPillow's 20-year anniversary. With over 80 million MyPillows sold, Mike Lindell at MyPillow wants to thank you by giving you the lowest price in history on their MyPillows. Check this price out. You'll get a queen-size MyPillow for $19.98. The regular price is $69.98. Just 10 more for a king size. This is the Giza Elegance MyPillow. You'll get deep discounts on all the MyPillow products. When you go to MyPillow.com, look for the Mike Gallagher Radio Special Square. Click on that box. You'll see huge discounts on sheets, mattress toppers, pet beds, my slippers. When you enter the promo code MikeG, don't forget to enter the promo code MikeG. So go to MyPillow.com, click on the Mike Gallagher Radio Specials box, and be sure to enter the promo code MikeG with anything you order so you'll get this amazing offer on the queen-size MyPillow for $19.98. Or you can give them a call, 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. This tremendous offer comes with a 10-year warranty and a 60-day money-back guarantee. Time to start getting the quality sleep you deserve. Go to MyPillow.com. Find that Mike Gallagher radio special square. Click on the box. And with anything you order, enter the promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. MyPillow.com, promo code MikeG. Or call 800-928-6034. 800-928-6034. Like we love to say. For the best night's sleep in the whole wide world, visit MyPillow.com. Promo code MikeG. There was a great column written by Adam Coleman, uh, a young black American, about this lie that Kamala Harris is perpetuating. We had a chance to catch up with Mr. Coleman himself. Let's start with the big lie. I understand the, 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 the bromide, well, you tell a lie often enough, people will believe it. But this is way deeper than that, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it is way deeper, and it's actually something, um, you know, she didn't invent this. Uh, This is something that, uh, to be honest with you, Democrats have been doing for a number of years. I'm a former Democrat myself, and it's one of the things that pushed me away from the party, amongst other things, uh, to become an independent today. 
it's the constant usage of black Americans to weaponize it as some sort of emotional leverage for other Americans to dictate how they vote, to dictate who they hate. Um, and I honestly get tired of it. But at this point, I think it's important for someone like myself and many others to point out how this manipulation is happening, not just with black Americans, but with uh, identity groups. Identity politics has, has ruined uh, politics in general. You write in your column, there are some lies that set the groundwork for political dialogue surrounding a topic solely for the purpose of making their adversaries fight an uphill battle to disprove a false narrative or statement and attempt to slow down a fast-moving and well-traveled lie. I spoke to a, 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 a liberal friend of mine last night, lives in New York City, 11 o'clock last night. He said, can't believe you guys... You, you, you're willing to defend a party that, that wants to, to erase Emmett Till from our memory. So in other words, you're, you, you talk about a well-traveled lie. It's all, it has already resonated with millions of Americans, Adam. Yeah, exactly. And then w- one thing about, uh, you know, we learned as kids, the telephone game, is that that one lie manifests into other lies uh, because people just, you know, they don't know what was told to them. They add on things. They change words, they change meanings. That's the uh, masterpiece in political lies. Adam B. Uh, Adam B. Uh, Coleman is our guest, author, columnist, Wrong Speak Publishing. You can follow him on Twitter at Wrong uh, Lowercase Speak. Uh, I got to ask you about um, what you said about the usage of Black Americans to advance an agenda. I, I got chills yesterday seeing Biden surrounded by a lot of activists and a lot of advocates. For, for black Americans, sign this bill, sign, you know, a, memorial, a memorialization for Emmett Till. There's going to be, you know, a, a statue, I guess, for Emmett and his mother, uh, Mamie. Uh, we all know the story of the horrific, horrific murder of this young kid, uh, the acquittal of the two white men who murdered him by an all-white jury. It's, a, it's a, 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 a an awful, awful chapter in American history. But, Adam, he took that opportunity to sit there and smear conservatives and Republicans, his political opponents, and say, we're trying to whitewash history. We're trying to erase Emmett Till from history, which, of course, nothing of the kind is happening. I couldn't help but think, if I'm a black American and I'm witnessing this, I would be infuriated that he's taking this opportunity to honor uh, and memorialize Emmett Till and, and push political propaganda. What a grotesque thing to do. Yeah, uh, it, it absolutely is. And then what makes it worse is that they always have somebody within the media uh, or within a, a particular class, um, the upper class black Americans that exist in our society, whether they be activists, uh, politicians, celebrities, they always have them to co-sign what they're doing. Right, because they've become Democrat loyalists. So anything that they do, it must be good. And that's one of the things that caused me to want to speak out as someone who's, you know, I'm not a journalist by nature um, and, and that leading me to write this book. I wanted to speak out because the average black American is not being represented by the people you see on TV. They're being represented by shills, by, uh, you know, people who uh, shuck and jive for the Clintons. You know, these people have nothing to do with the black people like myself and uh, black people I've met throughout my entire life, my family, um, they don't represent the working class of black Americans. And I think more and more are waking up to how this uh, manipulation is happening. They're using 
our identity as a way to gain some sort of political leverage. And then they have these uh, sideshow clowns that show up that happen to look like us, pretend to represent us, and in the end hurt us. Adam Coleman's book is called Black Victim to Black Victor, uh, and I, I can't wait to, to, to get it and read it. Uh, I want everybody to read your column because it's it really is so important. It's such an important response to this false narrative, to this lie that the Democrats are telling about race, about slavery, about Emmett Till. Uh, in, in fact, if you text the keyword Adam to the uh, to our text line, which is 800-655-MIKE, we'll send you back the column and you can have it right on your phone or your laptop or however you get a text. So just text the keyword ADAM to 800-655-6453. We'll be happy to send the column back to you so you can read it word for word. Meanwhile, the cancel culture on full display and the culture wars front and center this past week. Jason Aldean bashed cancel culture in response to the drama over his new song, Try That in a Small Town. Try That in a Small Town has become one of the most successful songs, uh, certainly in the country, and certainly the most successful song for artist Jason Aldean. Uh, Our friend and colleague Tom Trotup wrote a terrific piece uh, at townhall.com about the song, about the debate, and about listening to the sounds of America. If you listen real carefully, you can literally hear the sound of America. That was uh, the theme of a great column that my colleague Tom Trotup wrote at townhall.com. Sound of Freedom beat Mission Impossible at the at the box office this weekend. Jason Aldean, the country music star who has been savagely attacked for performing a song that celebrates small town America. People are supporting him making Try That in a Small Town the number one song in America. If you listen carefully, you can hear the sound of America. Pastors, country music stars, movies. Look what's happening in the private sector to some of these woke companies. They're paying a heavy price. And that price is being paid because Americans have had it. Listen to Jason Aldean on stage over the weekend. He, uh, for the first time, addressed publicly the controversy. Check out what he told the packed house. It's been a long week and I've seen a lot of stuff. I've seen a lot of stuff suggesting I'm this, suggesting I'm that. Here's one thing I feel. I feel like everybody's entitled to their opinion. You can think you can you can think something all you want to, it doesn't mean it's true, right? So what I am is a proud American. I'm proud to be from here. I love our country. I want to see it restored to what it once was before all this started happening to us. I love my country, I love my family, and I will do anything to protect that. I can tell you that right now. And one thing I love, you guys know how it is this day and age, cancel culture is a thing. That's something that if people don't like what you say, they try and make sure that they can cancel you, which means try and ruin your life, ruin everything. One thing I saw this week was a bunch of country music fans that could see through a lot of the bull****, all right? 
I mean, the, that was in Cincinnati, Ohio, at Cincinnati's Riverbend Music Center. The crowd roaring its approval. And, of course, America catapulting his song, Try That in a Small Town, to number one. See, the left hates small-town America and everything it represents. The left despises the Second Amendment and your constitutional right to keep your family safe. They hate the mindset that we take care of one another because they want the government to take care of you. They expect the government to be there for you from cradle to grave. And you're hearing the sound of America. Tom Tradup nailed it. You should check it out at townhall.com. If you listen very carefully, you can hear the sound of America. Meanwhile, on the basketball court, uh, LeBron James's son had a cardiac arrest event. Pretty scary stuff. A lot of young athletes seem to be experiencing this. What's behind young, fit athletes having these heart problems? I'm going to be accused of being a conspiracy theorist, and so be it. I'm reading from the Seattle Times, hardly a conservative publication. This was uh, published October 26th, 2022. U.S. heart attack deaths jumped sharply among young adults in the second year of the pandemic. This is actually courtesy of the Sacramento Bee. My apologies. It got republished in the Seattle Times, but it comes from the Sacramento Bee. And I quote, as the number of COVID-19 infection surged during the pandemic, deaths from heart attacks rose sharply as well. With adults ages 25 through 44 experiencing the most significant increases, according to new research from scientists at Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles. The dramatic rise in heart attacks during the pandemic has reversed what was a prior decade-long steady improvement in cardiac deaths, said Dr. Yi Hoi Yao, the first author of the study, and a Cedars-Sinai physician scientist. We are still learning the many ways by which COVID-19 affects the body, regardless of age, gender, ethnicity, or race. Now, of course, nowhere do they say anything about the vaccine. It must be COVID itself. Scientists around the nation, the article goes on to say, continue to release findings that shows COVID infections Increase the other, increase the risk of other serious conditions such as stroke, nerve damage, and some autoimmune diseases. <laughs> I mean, at this point, why bother? You know, it be it just almost feels futile to even say anything. Nothing to see here. No, 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 no. It must be the virus. It must be COVID. Young people are dropping dead and having heart attacks because they got COVID. And don't you dare ask anything about the effects of the vaccine. You're not allowed to ask that question. So zip it up. Move along. We'll cancel you. We'll take you down. You're a vaccine denier. You you belong to the Flat Earth Society. You think the world is flat too, right? The vaccine is perfect. It's fine. No problem. Nothing to see here. Move along. 18-year-old has a heart attack. 
son of LeBron. And incidentally, this kid is one of the finest college athletes, apparently, in the country. How'd you like to have your dad teach you how to play basketball when your dad is LeBron James? One of the greatest players in the history of the game. So I'm glad that the kid's recovering. I'm relieved, like I am, like the whole world was, for DeMar Hamlin's recovery. Remember the NFL player? Yeah, but he got he got hit in a certain place on his chest at just the right time. Okay. Maybe LeBron James's son had some kind of a a physical um collision. Or maybe not. Maybe not. We're going to be traveling a bit. Big events coming up in San Diego and in Philadelphia. And my friend and colleague, Officer Brandon Tatum, joined us to talk about staying optimistic about America's future. It's astounding to me that the mainstream media doesn't want to connect the the dots that Joe Biden multiple times said he had no knowledge of his son Hunter Biden's business dealings. Over and over again on the campaign trail, he said it maybe helped get him elected in 2020, if you believe it. Uh, And now comes Devin Archer, who's going to testify this week that Hunter put his dad, Joe Biden, on the phone while talking to foreign entities repeatedly, which would make a bald-faced liar out of Joe Biden. Brandon, how can Republicans not be demanding an impeachment proceeding against Joe Biden? Well, I'm hoping that they do soon. You know, I'm very shocked that they haven't jumped on impeachment a lot quicker. They literally impeached Donald Trump twice over absolutely nothing. We have all the material that one would need to start an impeachment proceedings. It's very clear, even with Poroshenko and and the Ukraine, with the loan guarantees that Joe Biden is on camera saying that he leveraged uh, in order to get something accomplished. And this gentleman, this attorney uh, or the prosecutor was over investigating Burisma where his son, where Hunter Biden was working. He was on the board making right. millions of dollars with no qualifications, smoking crack off of prostitutes and somehow leading in a company making millions. We already saw this years ago. But this 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 is what it indicates to me. The mainstream media is absolutely pointless. It's feckless. It's a propaganda machine. There is no way whatsoever you have this much evidence of a president's son doing dirty deals with a foreign government, including the president, well, now president, he was doing it as the vice president, and they not report on it every single day around the clock. It's corrupt. I mean, the media, the word, I think the the, the, the word that fits it is per, perfectly is corruption. The mainstream media, they, 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 they reek to high heaven with corruption. But good things are happening. And Brandon, I wonder if you share my optimism. I look around, I see Sound of Freedom, uh, over $125 million now at the box office. Uh, Jason Aldean's song, uh, Try That in a Small Town, goes to number one in America. Uh, look at the financial struggles of companies like like woke companies, Disney, Kohl's, Target, Bed Bath & Beyond, there it feels like the sleeping giant has been awakened. Do you agree with my optimism or, 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 or not? Mike, I agree with you a thousand percent. You know, the resiliency of the American spirit is resounding. You know, I just, I'm so inspired to be an American, and this is what America does. Unfortunately, we have to get poked. We have to get back into a corner for us to stand up. I'm right. I'm excited to see, but like going losing billions of dollars by trying to be woke. And I love the Jason Aldean song. You know, I love country music, and this is one of my favorite songs. 
not not just from Jason Aldean, but country music in general. So to right. see it jump to the top of charts, to see the feedback that I get on my YouTube channel, I've made like five videos about this, and all of them are like millions of views. And so I, I love to see America fight back. It, it, you know, we have gone through too much, and you know, people are sick of it. And now we call it the silent majority. We need to start being the loud majority and not just the silent majority because we need our country uh, to be in a good place. We need to fight to get it back because we live in the greatest place on planet Earth and we only have, uh, you know, uh, upward bound uh, success to go and we should be pursuing that. Well put. You know, uh, we're going to be loud in San Diego. You and I are going to be on stage together August the 10th at the Encore Events Center in San Diego. Of course, our great, great affiliate there, The Answer, 96.1 FM, AM 1170. Uh, the great Andrea Kay will be the, the MC, And tickets are available. They're going real fast. So don't, don't miss out. The VIP meet and greet where we get to shake your hands and thank you in person for supporting us. And then we'll be on stage. It's called Saving America. And boy, do we need to do that more than ever these days for tickets go to the answer san diego.com again it's week after next it's going to be uh, thursday night august the 10th at the encore event center uh, in san diego for tickets go to the answer san diego.com to see this guy brandon tatum this guy mike gallagher looking forward to spending some time with brandon in san diego and finally in the you can't make it up department joe biden stood at a podium this week and literally claimed that we ended cancer as we know it. This is astounding. You know, he's so despicable that he wants to take credit for things that he has no business taking credit for, and he really does hurt millions of us who have witnessed the devastating effects of cancer. I know that this is personal for me when he brags about curing cancer. I know, I understand and you know my story probably with my wife and my everybody in my family. I've, I mean, everybody in my immediate family, I've, I've lost to cancer. I lost my wife to cancer. You know, you know the the picture of the Grim Reaper down in the in the distance. That's what I always think of with cancer. It's always like cancer is always lurking, and it just it's a punch in the gut for anybody who knows what it's like. I heard from somebody yesterday, a friend of a friend, who said that somebody was diagnosed with stage four uh, spinal cancer. And it just breaks my heart because that person is obviously in for a very, very rough, rough fight. I just lost somebody to cancer, and I'm off to South Carolina to uh, pay respects to the friends and family of Jim Burnside, who, as the great Jane Robolo from WYFF-TV in the upstate of South Carolina pointed out in a report that she wrote yesterday, Jim Burnside really brought talk radio to the upstate of South Carolina. If you love this format... If you appreciate talk radio in the upstate of South Carolina and western North Carolina, Jim Burnside is the guy who launched the first talk station in the upstate. He's the guy who hired Mike Gallagher. He's the guy who signed Rush Limbaugh to be carried on what was then WFBC. And Jim passed away last week to lung cancer. And yet, I guess Joe Biden doesn't realize people are dying of cancer. Joe Biden said yesterday he's cured cancer as we know it. I'm going to play this clip for you, and I'm going to answer, ask you a very direct question. Adam, go ahead and play cut one. I said I'd cure cancer. They looked at me like, why cancer? Because no one thinks we can. That's why, and we can. 
We end the cancer as we know it. Deliver on our sacred obligations to veterans is the second thing I think is critically important. We ended cancer as we know it. I said I'd cure cancer, and I did. Now, not a trick question. We don't even have to criticize Joe Biden. Do you think he thinks he cured cancer? Do you think the 46th president thinks he single-handedly cured cancer? We ended cancer as we know it. Maybe he doesn't mean single-handedly. Maybe he thinks he and his team ended cancer as we know it. Do you think he thinks that? And it's astounding because it hurts the hearts of those of us who have had loved ones who have died from cancer. How dare Joe Biden make such a stupid claim? Was it a gaffe? Uh, one can only hope. The, the Week in Review, never a gaffe. Join us every week at this time for this special podcast. Also check out the No Interruptions podcast. This week's focus on the homeschooling debate. Thanks for joining us. Have a great week and be safe. Keep fighting the good fight. I'm Mike Gallagher. God bless America. America.